Assalamu alaikum, hello and welcome. I'm Farah Khalif and this is Self-Care Chats with Farah, where we inspire personal growth by sharing diverse experiences that will positively charge and transform mindsets to love and appreciate oneself. In today's episode, I am joined by Shanim Alu. Shanim is an environmentalist, a founder of Trees for Peace. She's also a media person. She's a radio host and an excellent voiceover artist. Hello, Shanim Ji, and thank you for hanging out with me today. How are Wa-le- you doing? Wa alaikum salam, Farah. Thank you so much for having me on this program. Um, it's such a big honor to be speaking to you, and thank you for choosing me to be part of your uh, discovery journey. Thank you. I am honored, truly. Uh, how are you doing today? Alhamdulillah. You know, it's a beautiful morning in the Newquay. We've had a little bit of rain. So Alhamdulillah, so much to be thankful for. Definitely, definitely. Nairobi is uh, cooler as well today. It's not too hot in the morning. It's a bit cooler. But I'm, I'm thinking the sun will come out. <laughs> Great. So before we start, I would like to quickly remind our viewers to subscribe to my channel and listeners to follow the show on the channel platform they're enjoying this podcast on. All right, Shaninji, so uh, let's start with uh, a fun question. What is the last game you played? God, I'm terrible. I'm a non-competitive human being, so I don't play games. Um, I, 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 it's just one of those things. I, I must be in the minority who doesn't play any sort of games. But I'm a sporty person. But games is not my thing. Really? Okay. Uh, and what would you say you are most afraid of as a child? Uh, most afraid of uh, since childhood to today is spiders. <laughs> Same. Oh. Sliders are creepy. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so what, what's that one thing which is always in your pocket or your purse? Um, I carry stones um, because it's something I learned as being on radio. I was a very nervous person. And every single show that I did, whether it was whilst I was with Sound Asia or um, East FM or doing voice work, I always carry a stone with me. Um, because oh. it's simple, it's it's any kind of stone. As long as I've got it in my hands, I've got something to fidget with, I think. So it keeps me sort of balanced and, and not nervous. I, I People can't tell I'm nervous, but every single show, I was nervous. And, and, and they called it good nervousness. It's good to be nervous because um, then, you know, you're 100% wherever you are. It's true, and it's it's a it's it's kind of an authentic thing to be nervous before anything. You know, it's 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 that human part of us, and and often often I see we we always are afraid to this um to share that we are nervous. Like it's a bad thing. No, it's not. It's actually a good thing that you shared. I'm. And, I always uh, say I, I'm a very ordinary person. Right. <laughs> Who is extraordinary in so many ways. Uh, Shaninji, I don't know if I ever told you, but you do inspire me a lot. 
Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, that means a lot. That means a lot. They say that, you know, if we can inspire one person every single day of our life, um, that's, you know, when you go to sleep, you sleep better. True. Very true. Um, what would you say is one quality about each of your parents that you admire the most? Um, I'll start with my mother. My mother was an incredible human being. Uh, she was totally fearless, totally fearless. And uh, my father was uh, a farmer. Uh, and so I think I inherited his love for nature from my father. And my mom was totally fearless. There was nothing she was afraid of or um, to venture into, I would say. Nothing, mm. and and those are the two qualities I think I've inherited. That is so beautiful. Um, I, I, I as uh, as I have continued with this show, with the episode, um, I have noticed everyone shares that your mother is fearless. You know, almost everyone says that, and I find it so, so harmless, so amazing. Our mothers okay. are, are. Truly, um, I don't know. No wonder uh, Jannah is beneath their feet. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And that's very true. I think, uh, you know, a, a, a mother, doesn't matter who she is or where she's from or what background she has, you know, she carries the child for nine months. She then brings a child into this world. And I think that thing is incredible. I'm not a mother. Uh, and I'll say <laughs> thank you. I'm an auntie many times over. But I think um, children, bring out the real you, but mothers, no matter where they are, you know, I salute them. I definitely salute them. But Same. on the other hand, you know, I also salute the fathers. I had yes. a wonderful father as well, uh, alhamdulillah, you know, and um, so very fortunate. They, they were my greatest and are my, have been my greatest wealth by my parents. MashaAllah, that's amazing. Who has had the biggest impact um, in your life to date? I, I beg your pardon? Who has had the biggest impact on your life to date? Gandhi. Oh, okay. Really? I'm born, yeah, I'm, I'm born on the same day as him. Well, a few years after him, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but he's definitely been my ideal on many Mashallah. levels. Mashallah. Mashallah. Um, and what would you say you most uh, follow uh, about him? His love for peace hmm. and non-violence. I, I think I, I, I understand that firsthand. Uh, hmm. The importance of peace and the importance of non-violence. Um, Shuninji, would you uh, share with our viewers what it is you, you actually do at Trees for Peace as an environmentalist? Could you well, you know, uh, yes, that? of course, of course. I, I, I grew up in Nanyuki, uh, and as you know, Nanyuki is in the most beautiful part of the world because I'm born here. Um, so I'm very biased. My <laughs> family have been, <laughs> my, my family have been um, in, in, in Nanyuki for 100 years. We just crossed the 100 year mark. But, you know, my, uh, I'm fourth generation born in Kenya. So Kenya is home. And I think the environment, growing up on a farm, grew quite wild and wonderful. We had to swim in the rivers in Benuki. 
um, grew up on a farm and the eldest of four. Uh, and Trees for Peace happened because, um, as everybody knows, you know, we, 2013, we as a country went through a very tragic time, uh, September 21st, which was actually World Peace Day. We had the great, we had such a tragedy in our country, you know. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people were injured. I was amongst the lucky ones. I came out um, with very bad injuries, but you know, I was the lucky one. Alhamdulillah, I came out alive, very damaged, very dented, but Alhamdulillah, you know. And so whilst I was in hospital, a lot of media had been shut off. You know, there was no television, there was no uh, radio, there was no newspapers. They did because I was so bad in such bad shape. But one thing that came out was I had a book I was allowed to read with my left hand because my right hand was uh, out of action. And um, I read about the American Indians, the indigenous American Indians. And, and when they stopped fighting, they would dig a hole and they would bury their weapons in this hole. And then over the hole, they would plant uh, a tree. And that tree was called a tree for peace. And I thought that resonates with me because, you know, we were, I, I knew what had happened. I'd seen firsthand what, when somebody's angry can do. And, uh, and I thought, that's it. But also I noticed that, you know, there was so much hate and so much anger. I'm Muslim and there was so much angst against each other. You know, everybody was angry with each other. And I realized that I was not going to get well unless I did something. And trees have always been my big passion. So I thought, right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, inshallah, write, make people write letters of peace for themselves, because peace does not start out there. It starts within yourself. And um, bury those letters, and then we'll plant trees over it, a tree for peace. And the idea was to plant uh, fruit trees because that was the first thing I was allowed to eat. And um, after being nil for many days, because I had, you know, the injuries I had would kept me out of any sort of, uh, any sort of, uh, I was completely nil by mouth for quite a few days. But I also remember very clearly, whilst I was hurt, shot, um, whatever, bombed or whatever, um, I kept my eyes behind, the, the Westgate Mall, and I looked because we were on the top floor. Is I all I did was I looked, I prayed, and I looked at the trees that were behind the mall, and I kept my eyes on those trees, you know, because it was a long time before the rescue arrived for, for myself and the people who were with me. And um, so I looked at the trees. And I prayed, I prayed extremely hard. I, I think I was, uh, because there were points when I thought I wasn't going to make it that day. And, and I knew that I needed to just calm myself down, look at the trees. And I thought, yeah, you know, yeah, Allah, I make a pledge today. If I come out of here, this is what I'm going to do. And if I don't make it, Alhamdulillah, I'm ready to meet my uh, maker. And so Trees for Peace was born out of... Uh, out of angst, as they say, and out of pain. But you know, it's it's not just an attack like that that brings people to the edge. It's a lot of things. It's uh, every single day, you know, people go through 
life-changing situations. Um, and I think that's uh, not just me. It's, it's a lot of people out there. So, yes. That was uh, Trees for Peace's birth. Born on World Peace Day. Um, and being an environmentalist, you know, I, I joined Rotary after after uh, uh, being with Rotary as a charter member at the Lavington Eco Rotary Club, which is the first eco club out of America. And it was such an honor to be invited to join that club. And uh, they do some amazing work. I mean, I, I'm nothing compared to them. There's some fantastic people. And in Kenya, we should be so proud of ourselves because there are such great people doing so many things. And uh, yeah, that's my journey. The journey has been of, um, trying to promote peace and uh, doing other things as well, inshallah, hopefully for 2023. That is so beautiful. Um, SubhanAllah. I I love the idea of the planting the trees and how you brought this all all this thing together after your your encounter and it's it's that zeal in you I see the resilience to still do that uh, you know um and that's amazing that that's it's really amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Um, Shaniji, uh, take us through your morning. How? What does your morning routine look like? Oh God, I'm 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 a I'm not a morning person, so it's really can be extremely hard for me. I, I'm not sure if I can share this, but uh, I train because I had a very pronounced limp uh, for many years. And then 2000, just as COVID was sort of taking over all of us, I decided I need to do something. And then I watched a movie. Uh, I saw a upon I saw a movie first of all on Everest, and then I saw a photograph of a guy, a, a gentleman who's a Sherpa, and he lost both his feet, uh, both his legs rather, to frostbite, a double amputee, and he was photographed. Uh, at Everest Base Camp. And I thought, oh my God, here I am complaining about my one foot ankle. That's bad. And here's a man who's lost both legs. And he's at Everest Base Camp. And I thought, right, I've got to take my peace message further. Who's going to listen to me? Well, being on radio also helped. And I'm, I'm a vocal person in a gentle way. Um, and I thought, that's it. I'm going to go to Everest. So I woke up on the morning on the, on the, in 2000 on the first day. And I said to my brother, 2020, and I said, uh, right, I'm going to Everest. And he looked at me and Nazir said, let's do this. Before we talk about Everest, let's do a few steps. You know, let's climb a few steps. And the reality was at that point, I couldn't do even five steps. I couldn't climb. It was agony. My, my foot would not allow it. So, um, yeah, so, I, you know, we moved to Nanuki thanks to COVID and uh, alhamdulillah, I, I say thank you to COVID for that. And I started training and walking and, uh, yeah, I went from not being able to do five steps to today I can do 11 kilometers and I don't have a limb, alhamdulillah. So, you know, we have so much to thank Allah for. He's a 
not small mercies, these are very big mercies. So the idea is to train. Um, I, I train hard in the mornings, I relax then and, and start writing my book chapters, because I'm writing a book as well. So sometimes it's an inspiration and sometimes there's a writer's block, as they call it. Uh, the book is called, if I may say, um, it's called The Everest Within My Heart. It's an inspirational book, inshallah, for people. And it's my journey. So that's my day in a nutshell. That is so inspiring. As I said, you are an amazing human. Um, thank you so thank much you. for sharing about your book, um, The Everest Within My Heart. Guys, you heard you heard it first here. Um, yeah, we, I think I, I am looking forward to it. I am. <laughs> um, well, I think it's your journey has been a very powerful one as well. And I think you know people like yourself uh, need to be inspired, and you inspire others through your journey as well. So you know, it's uh, mine is. Mine is a very different journey, but you know, you you walk an amazing path as well. And there are millions out there who do the same. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Shanindi, what would you say are some of the good habits that you have and which are some habits that you would like to adopt? I'm, I'm a very, uh, I love being alone, if that's the thing. And I love my own time. And I'm a peaceful person, I think. I, I don't like friction of any kind. I don't like, you know, if there's loud noises or people shouting. It, it sort of upsets my balance in life. What would I like to learn to do more? But I'd make some rounder parties, I think. That, that was my big thing. Like, you know, those, I, haven't, I haven't figured it out, but inshallah, one day. And um, I always wanted to fly. So that's an aspiration which I don't think can happen. But yeah, <laughs> this is a little thing. And, and being patient, I think I, I have patience, but I don't have patience with drama. Unfortunately, I think that's something uh, with age and time. I just don't have patience with drama with that, you know, people crying over little things, it, it just does not, I don't have patience with them. And that's sad because I should really have patience with them as well. But I don't, I have very little patience. <laughs> uh oh, trust me, no one has patience with drama. Uh, we, we, we don't, it, it's, it's, there's something about it that is just, it's draining, it's draining. That's why we, that's why drama is all, you know, it, it just takes a lot from you instead of, and written you. So I guess, yeah. Stay away from drama, guys. <laughs> and gossip. It wears me. I, I hate gossip. Ah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't. I, the little, you know, the petty gossip that starts. It just, <laughs> you can see my eyes sort of rolling and I'm looking out in the far distance, finding an escape route. <laughs> you, you Mentally. Your soul has left your body. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's an escape route I'm looking for, either physically or mentally. Uh, that's nice. Amazing. Um, you had a chance to do something all over again, uh, but differently. What would it be? I would learn to. I would learn to skydive 
earlier. I think it came a little bit later. I was about 35. I should have done it a little bit earlier. And um, and maybe I needed a, a person who I met when uh, Westgate, the incident happened a, year, a few years after that, was a lady who taught me, Janetta Barry, who taught me the power of being grateful. I wish I'd learned that a little bit earlier. It's such a, you know, to be asked to be grateful is very easy. But to be told that, you know, are you grateful to the people who shot you? And say thank you to them for putting you whatever you've been through was hard. But, you know, it took me a while. And I learned that that was serious power that she had given me that day. And I'd like to share that with everybody that, you know, the worst time in your life, the worst thing that happens to you, be grateful. It's so powerful. That's so powerful. And uh, it, it's, it's something so simple, and you said it so simply, but it requires a lot of work. It's, it's yes. a constant journey to oh, yeah. remind, to keep reminding yourself that you're grateful for everything, for it all. And that's that's the power that that needs to be built over time. But you know, we need to start today, not tomorrow, mm. all that, because we don't yes. know what tomorrow will bring. My radio mm. line used to be Golbo Naho, um, mm. which means technically, uh, you know, tomorrow, who knows what tomorrow will bring. So it's today, it's now, this moment, what can you do to fix it? And I'm not talking about, you know, every day is going to be rosy or pink or um, happy, happy. No, real life is not like that. Real life is a challenge every single moment. But it's how you look at it. And I think that is something I wish I'd learned a lot earlier. And we learn every single day, shouldn't you? We learn every single day. Um, what is, what do you hope to achieve in the short term? Any short term goals? A million trees. <laughs> I love that's a reality. That's a, that's a reality. Yeah, a million trees, inshallah. And what is a long term goal? Um, boreholes in every dry place. Nobody should go first. That's a reality. All right. Um, Shininji, what are your uh, some of your long-term goals? Like I said, you know, I'd, I'd love to have four holes um, wherever there's no water. Uh, nobody should go thirsty. Um, whether it's animals or people, nobody should go thirsty. That is my dream now. Because my trees can't get planted if, unless there's water. And so water is, is life. We need water everywhere, quite around the world. Clean water. <laughs> yes, water is so important. Um, and with upcoming COP27, this happening this week, um, that's an important thing you shared. Thank you so much. Um, what would you say is your greatest success to date? I don't know. I think it still hasn't come. I think, uh, inshallah, there's many mountains to be climbed. 
I think if you look at and look back and say, well, I was a success here, then your goals uh, can disappear. So I think, inshallah, someday somebody will tell my story and say that was when she was successful. But yeah, no, not yet. Those mountains have to be climbed, many mountains. <laughs> Mashallah. And then you saw each and every mountain. Um, so I, I'd like you to tell us, define success for us. What is success for you? What does it uh, mean? Being able to smile and being able to get a good night's sleep. I think the, the, the simplest things in life are the real success of life. The big things, they take care of themselves. It's true. And they take these small things for granted so much. Yes, absolutely. You know, being a, having been in radio, I, I know what it's like to have, you know, 100 people call you and say, you're wonderful and you're fantastic and this and that and the other. And then it takes one person to say, you know what, you're talking absolute rubbish. I hate your accent. Um, you're completely false or something like that. And, and you know, you, you've forgotten about the 100 people who've been nice to you. And you just concentrate on that one person. And I think uh, that is when, you know, you, you really are challenged. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that one person who would say things like <laughs> I think it's important you keep your feet on the ground. And, you know, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And it, it, it also brings me to our next question. What keeps you grounded? I think just the simple things in life. The simple things in life, you know, great friends. Uh, I, had, I had an amazing family. I had amazing sisters, a brother, their families. The love of people like yourself. Being able to, to you know, do the things you want in life without having to compromise comes from being single as well I'll put I'll put that in you know there's I'm a free bird <laughs> in many ways <laughs> in spirit and, and in mind I think and, and I think that's um that maybe is is my greatest success is to be able to be the person I want to be I'm not dictated I, I love this I love this I love that you find simplicity and everything, and it's the little things that give you joy and give you um, serenity. It's 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 not easy to find such, especially in today's um, crowded world. You know, loud, rather loud world. You know, um, social media and everything. There's so much out there. There's so much information at our hands that we forget to live in the moment. We forget our own realities. We forget that where we are or the moment that we're in, you know, and and always are, you know, chasing these illusions. And yeah, thank you so much. I love, well, I, I, I must interrupt you on that. I, I do love social media. I love social media. I'm a huge Instagram and Twitter um, person. I love it. Um, and I, I love to watch what people are doing, but I think it also puts a lot of challenges in people's hearts. You know, you, you filter your face, you, you mm. constantly trying to live up with the Joneses. I think there's a lot of pressure, especially on the young people. I think people my age, you know, just go with the flow. But I think for the young people, 
they need to understand that you're allowed to be whoever you are. You know, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. If you want to show your wrinkles or your spots or your scars, it's fine. It's your life, as I say. Nobody can tell you. And, exactly. uh, you don't, and if you don't get a million likes, it doesn't matter. You can buy them. I always say. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Exactly. Um, I, I too love social media, Shaninji. Um, social media has given me the freedom that um, I didn't have over a decade ago, you know. Um, it's given me the space to be myself. And I think I have found courage being myself and sharing myself. But there's not a lot of people who are able to do that. And I think I, I love to share this, that it's okay being you, it's okay being real, and you are important, and you're unique and different, and that's what makes you special. That's that's what I try to um, share more of. And like you have said, um, the simple things in life, I love that, and I, I really hope and if we have a young listener right now, they can, you know, um, take this part and try to... Uh, uh, implement it and try to you know tell themselves that they're fine just the way they are i i agree and and for i think you know i'll commend you on that because you know you've beat all the odds to be the person you are and i think that takes some serious uh not only guts but a lot of emotional spiritual and uh, mental strength to say you know what i'm here I'm not a victim, I'm a survivor in every aspect, and I'm a winner. And, and I celebrate you for that, Bara, mashallah. Thank you so much. You're, you're too kind, Shuninji. <laughs> Thank no, you so much. It's the truth, actually, about you. Alhamdulillah. Um, and, and that also brings me to our next question as well. What do you love most about your body um, and yourself? Uh, well, what do I love about myself? I think my voice is my greatest gift from Allah. I think that's been my, you know, my big forte. Now it's my white hair. I love my white hair. I've inherited it from my mother. I, I, I love that. <laughs> um, so, Subhanallah, you know, we have so many things to be grateful for. I, I used to be a, a, a very slim uh person who's had many, many challenges skin-wise. And, and growing up, it was the hardest thing to do because I kept, you know, hearing these things, you know, you've got acne and it was chronic acne. And it was like, you know, I was one big spot. Um, it was really hard. And, and growing up, that was really difficult. But I wish somebody had said to me, yeah, it's fine, it's okay at that time. Yeah, it's, it's just spots. You're, you're not defined by your scars or your physical outlook. You're defined by the person you are. You are a package deal. So for me, I think I believe I'm a package deal now. <laughs> Great. I love it. I love your white hair, by the way. They, they just suit you so well. Mashallah. Thank you. Um, That's inherited from my mother. Yes, mashallah. Um, all right. Um a fun a fun question. If you could uh, you're walking in a in a supermarket. And um, you have a super power. 
So Yoshida Tower is that you can see a measuring scale, a measuring scale on top of everyone's head, right? On top of my head, you can see a scale. What would you want this scale to measure? What do you want to see? Like what level, um, any characteristics or any... Um... Happiness, everybody should be happy. They should all be on a 10. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so you want to see how happy they are? Yeah, I think that's important that people are happy, even if you're in the supermarket. Oh, you know, that's nice. uh, you know, alhamdulillah, whether you're spending 10 shillings or you're spending 10,000 shillings or 100,000 mm -hmm. shillings when you're shopping, mm -hmm. you know, be grateful for it. Be, be excited. Mm. Yeah, alhamdulillah, you know, whether you're going to buy whatever it is, Allah has given you that a bit. That's a gift. There are, people out, there are people out there who cannot even afford that. So, mm. you know, for me, if you're in there and you're not happy, I'm not happy for you. <laughs> uh, that's right. I love, I love how you put it. Um, yeah. And, and I, I see how you're driving everything around to being grateful and having that attitude of gratitude. Thank you so much for sharing this message. Again and again, it's so important and it's so timely right now. And I hope whoever is listening to us and whoever is watching, you can um, also, um, have, I don't know, I, I maybe spread this to you as well. <laughs> maybe come to you through whatever medium you're watching us from. Um, one thing you do without fail. Drink water. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I uh, that, that's so important. Um, finish this sentence. Life is too short to complain. Nice, I love it. All right, and what would you say is your life's philosophy? Don't forget where you came from and be very grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Alhamdulillah, that is so beautiful. Don't forget where you came from. That is so important as well. All right, um, we're nearing the end. Um, I am going to play a small game with you. It's called Never Have I Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you have a drink with you. Um, whatever, uh, do you have a glass of water? I do. All right, so I'm going to ask you something. And if you say yes, you have to take a sip. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Never have I ever sang karaoke. Karaoke. I don't even know how to say that. Karaoke. No. Karaoke oh, is haven't? not my... I haven't. Oh, nice. All right. Never have I ever gone to a party I wasn't invited to. <clears throat> <laughs> so you take a sip. <laughs> And I've, I'm going to blame one person for that. It's his name is Vikash Patni. We gate crashed the party together. And um, we, great, we, we were sort of invited, but we turned up. We were the only two people wearing our uh, East FM T-shirts and everybody else was dressed to die for. Very embarrassing. <laughs> I love that. I just pictured it. I love that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So did you guys stay? 
Did you yeah, we were, for, we were forced to stay. We couldn't hide. Everybody recognized us. It was the most embarrassing. I, 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 I blame Vikash Putney, who was my <laughs> radio friend and my buddy even today for, for putting me in that situation. <laughs> Never have I ever fallen asleep in public. Plenty of times. Oh! <laughs> All right. Never have I ever gone on a solo vacation. I go on all solo vacations. Ah, cool. I love that. Uh, it's not many people can do that. Uh, never have I ever gotten a speeding ticket. No, I've never had a speed meeting. Mm, nice. Never have I ever left someone on read, meaning you've, you've read their message, but you've not responded. Oh, no, I, I don't do that. I think it's very bad manners. I respond even if I don't want to like the person or whatever, even if it's a, a little tree that I posted, it'll be a reply. I think it's bad manners not to respond. I, 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 I swear I, I am the same, like, I cannot read a message and not respond. I, I might block I you. Have... <laughs> I might block you, but I will respond. <laughs> right? I I seen. I I have to. I've seen the message. I have to respond. I have to reply whatever it may be. And sometimes I may forget, but even if it's after a while, I do come back and I do respond. You know, I I feel like oh my god, it's such a bad thing to do. <laughs> I, I... All right. Um. So, if if I were, if you were to choose one, what would you choose? Moon and stars, or sunrise and sunset? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think the moon. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think I think it's it's very unadulterated. And, and you know you're in within your um, what I call my peaceful moments, moon day. Great. And we have beautiful we have beautiful skies in in Nanuki, so you know. Yeah, really I was it. about to say the same thing. I was like, you must be seeing the stars all night. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, all right. Um, I we we are closing to the end now. I have the final question for you. It's a cocology quiz. Pokology is a Japanese study of the mind. So I'm going to give you a scenario and I would like you for you to describe it for me. All right. So, and then as for your description, I'm going to tell you what it means. Okay. So, right? Ready? Mm -hmm. All right. If you were to visualize a tree, can you describe the tree? that you are seeing. So I would like you to close your eyes and visualize a tree and describe for me the tree. I want you to um, <clears throat> tell me how the trunk is, how the crown is, how many branches it has. So I want you to really describe it for me. And you can take a few uh, seconds before you, you can uh, share with us. I think it's very clear. I, my tree is huge. It's a huge tree. It's a, it's got the most amazing trunk. It's got huge branches. It's green. It's lush. Um, it's a home for birds. And if it can be a, a fantasy tree, it can also provide food 
or fruit to everybody underneath, but shade, huge tree with lots and lots of shade. Massive, green, bright, brilliant, happy tree. <laughs> I love it. All right, so you said a huge tree, lots of shade, um, a rich and happy tree. So the tree is thought to suggest the deepest unconscious aspects of the personality. So you said it's a huge tree, so a lot of branches, right? Yeah. The branches may show the degree of social connectedness. A tree with no branches indicates, for instance, a person has little contact with others. So you're quite a social person and that shows <laughs> that you also love your me time. But yeah, I, I, I see that your, your, your branches are big. And I also see it like a way um, to show that you've touched many, many people. You may or may not know, but I think you have. You have left your mark on a lot of people. Um, the trunk is often seen as a representation of inner strength. So you're saying it is big. That means the trunk is big and solid. <laughs> so that's your inner strength. It shows your resilience, your zeal, your passion. Um, the tree crown stands for ideas, thoughts, and self-concept. So your tree is rich. It's the happy tree. So that shows um, your your ideas, your creativeness, um, being in media, being um, in on radio. It 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 has the impact. You know, it, it really shows. And and even now, you have so many ideas. I mean, about the trunk, the planting trees, and doing amazing stuff. It, it's amazing. I love this. You you described your tree so well, and that's that's exactly who you are. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. I did. Thank you. Thank you for everything. It's um, it's humbling. It's appreciated from the bottom of my heart. And may you continue to do more with the work you're doing, and may you prosper, and may your voice get heard right around the world, inshallah. May you always find strength to grow from where you are to, like I said, uh, the world needs you, Boris, so you need to reach out to the world. Um, Alhamdulillah, thank you so much for your kind words, Shalindi. Um, and that brings us to the end of our <clears throat> amazing, amazing hangout. Um, it's been a pleasure, it's been... It's been a pleasure. It's been a great time. I don't even know how all this time went by. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in and watching this episode of Self Care Chats with Farah. This episode was not sponsored, but it could be. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support our work, please share it with others, post about it on social media, leave a rating or a review. And um, yeah, you can also check me on my coffee page. As always, all the relevant links should be in the description box for our YouTube viewers and for our podcast listeners, do check the show notes. This has been Farah Khaleh and remember to love you always. <laughs>